Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hello, everyone. I'm Ann Harder. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than the birth of a child. The labor and delivery process, though, is uh, it's intense. Emotions can run the gamut. And one of those emotions apparently is laughter. As uh, we hear from Micah Burgess, who is the author of The Humor in Birth, Mike is a certified doula and the founder of Waco Doula. Yes, ma'am. And it is so good to have you, Thank you. here today. I have to, and I've told you this, you sent me an advanced copy of the book. And I mean, I'm laughing out loud. Love it. Love at it. At this, at, at your writing. I mean, you're, you've are you never written before, I guess. No. Are no. you a journaler? Do you? I do journal. Yes, okay. I do journal. And I know, but I have never written anything before. <laughs> I have always told my clients, like, during a birth or something, if something happened that was funny or something that was said, I will look at them and go, hey, I've always wanted to write a book called The Humor in Birth, and this is going in it. So they've I've threatened to write one for many, many years, and I guess quarantine was the right time to do right. it. Well, there you go. The names have been changed to protect. Oh, yes, absolutely. The, yeah, all, the all the names have been changed. Whatever. That's right. <laughs> to protect people's, you know, yeah. their privacy and identity. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's start off by explaining what a doula is not a a doula (laughs) (laughs) that's right and just doula that's right it's just d-o-u-l-a a a doula so so this is something you're not a midwife correct although you have been trained in that so my training was with a midwife I was a midwife assistant for a few years many many years ago uh, but realized pretty quickly that what I wanted to uh, do was be a doula because I just gravitated more towards the mom and supporting her um, verbally, affirming her, giving her uh, some advice on how to breathe through a contraction. And and while I could do the other stuff like an exam or blood pressure or taking care of the baby, that kind of thing, I just preferred and I gravitated towards supporting the mom. And it was just a better fit for me. And so a midwife is like an OBGYN where they will deliver your baby. Like Mm -hmm. they would replace the OBGYN. Uh, They do everything except surgery, like a C-section. But I don't do anything medical. I don't deliver your baby. I don't, I don't do anything medical. I'm there as a support person, physically, mentally, even emotionally for moms. Well, in an ideal world, that husband, father is is supposed to be doing that as well. Mm -hmm. But Sometimes they can kind of get caught up in the 
in the in the moment as well. That's right. That's right. So and they're not thinking as clearly maybe as right. I we think would people like. forget that it's their birth experience too. And yeah. you know, most well, most of them have never been to a birth. That's just the truth, unless it was their own children's births. But you know, they they also need to be supported. And so as a doula, I mean, my role is to also support them as well. I want them to be as involved as they want to be. And and for some men, it is just holding her hand with his eyes closed through the whole birth. And that's okay. I mean, that's probably why they hired me because they both knew that's what was going to happen. And then some of them are all in repeating everything that I say, and they're enjoying the whole experience. And that's really what as a doula, I really want for anyone that's in the birthing room, the the laboring mom or the husband, I want this to be a positive experience. And that is probably why I decided to take this angle on birth to help normalize it a little bit. We're just having babies and there's oh. comical things that happen. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen the same way. You know, there's a, it's a physical process, uh, but every birth is different. Yes. And there are so many different ways um, a couple or mom particularly can can decide they want that birth to look like correct that's right from from lots of drugs that's right oh yeah to none you know I'm that's gonna right. be mother earth I, that's, that's right. how I started out that's <laughs> so, right yeah totally yeah earth, totally yeah. different and you know I I welcome that I want that I mean your birth needs to fit who you are as a person and mm-hmm. yeah there are plenty of women that they walk in the doors, they go ahead and call the anesthesiologist. Like that's how we're starting the shindig, which is fine, which is great. And I'm, I'm, I am probably more there for the women that are wanting to have a little bit more of a natural experience. Maybe they don't want the interventions or the medications. And so that means you've got a little bit of a harder road. You signed up for a marathon. And so there's, there's things that you, that woman is going to need, uh, in order to accomplish that goal that she wants to accomplish in having a, natural vaginal delivery. Yeah, we talked about the role of the husband, and I remember uh, one of the couples that you highlight in the book. They're both physical trainers. Yes. And, I mean, he turned into coach mode. He did. He was so <laughs> much fun. It took uh, myself. I mean, he's in her face. Oh, my gosh, like, yes. Absolutely it, it, it. <laughs> in coach mode. Like, we're at the sidelines of a football game, seriously. I mean, that is how <laughs> intense it was. But it was perfect because that fit her and she responded so well to him coaching. And so I just, hey, let's do this however y'all want to do it. But yes, it was uh, highly entertaining for sure and so much fun to have a dad that involved and being himself. I think um, I think one of the things that we really help provide as a support person in the room is I think we allow those men who maybe feel uncomfortable in this scenario, right? Um, we allow them to be themselves. Like they don't have to remember everything from that childbirth education class. They don't have to know everything that's going on. They don't have to put that birth hat on. They just get to be themselves. And we want them to support um, their their wives in whatever way they normally would support them in, in real life, in normal life. And so that also helps give her that sense of attachment and oh that's right I'm just having a baby I'm not dying with this man that I love you know so <laughs> it's full circle yeah you you also told the story of um of a couple and the, and the, the wife's like I just don't pay any attention to what he says because he was just so uh, you do, it was hard apparently for you to read this guy because he's mm-hmm. like well if she 
she wants to hire you fine or whatever. Right. I mean, that's very right. brusque. And yes. Yes, he was a he was a comical <laughs> was guy, but he was being funny. He was being you just funny. Didn't know it. That's right. And she warned me, you know, in the book I say the very first thing she told me when I sat down before he arrived was, "Please don't be offended by anything my husband says, and I hope he won't keep you from letting us hire you." And I was like, <laughs> "What am I about to find?" I mean, and so yes, he's in it for the shock factor. Most of the things that came out of his mouth, most of the things that he did were very funny and sarcastic and you know once I figured out oh okay that that's how we're gonna go then I was able to jump right in with them and we're laughing behind her back and winking pretty much the whole birth as she's focused but you know she, again she knows what her husband's like she knows what to expect and so yeah I've been to a couple of their births lots of fun oh that's good and for you to have repeat yes <laughs> repeat customers if you yes. will it's it's got to be gratifying to you because, oh it is because you I'm sure you remember well you know this is how it all worked out last time and you know maybe they want a few things changed or whatever uh, I had had the opportunity the other night to have dinner uh, with a retired OB gynecologist and, okay. and I said oh I said I've read this hysterical book about the humor and birth you know and I was just saying and he just sort of looked at me like <laughs> grown another head or something it was so funny. crickets chirping yeah I thought yeah. He must not have he must found too much he must have had that. I mean, in his long career delivering right. babies. That's right. And and this is a conglomeration of stories. Yeah. From I mean, I mean, the very first birth I ever attended was my nephew's birth, and he's 30 years old now, oh, 31 wow. years old now. And so this is a long, long list of births. And so there are some births. And they are not funny oh, at no. all. Serious from the word go, start to finish. Scary and so, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So this book doesn't take away from that. It doesn't take away from how monumental and inspirational and important birth is. Mm -hmm. It is just shining a light on a perspective and an aspect that I think we can use to our benefit to, again, to relax to understand what's happening, hopefully enjoy some of the process. And I think when we stop and realize that what just happened or what was just said is funny and we allow ourselves to be entertained for that moment, it, it really can help change maybe even the atmosphere if it was super heavy or if she was struggling. I think it can help change the atmosphere. And so, yeah, I, I wish I told you this. I wish I had read this book before. I had well, my right. first, my first baby, forty-one years ago. Now you know, and a yeah. lot has changed. We were back then just getting into, oh, the dads being in the delivery room. Right, I mean, it's, right. it's really kind of amazing how how things have changed in a generation, absolutely, of, of childbirth and how much more control uh, the couple has over yes. the birth experience, yes. which is a very good thing. It is. It is. Yeah, we. We want, um, you know, I, I speak to it in the book that there are many different choices that women are going to make before they step into the birthing room mm -hmm. uh, from where they want to have their baby, who they want to deliver their baby, who they want to attend. Uh, there's a whole chapter on birth plans. And I mean, it it is um, wonderful to see how many options there are for women today. And, you know, our hope is to expose and let them see what all their options are. You know, hey, we don't always have to go this one track, even though that was your mom's experience, mm -hmm. or maybe all your friends ended up with this. Oh, the yeah, truth I is we have these hearing about yeah. twilight sleep or something <laughs> that my mother's generation yes. would. They go in and, and then they'd wake you up 
Mrs. Welsh, you have a baby? Oh my goodness, can you imagine? <laughs> Can't imagine. Sometimes I think maybe that wouldn't be such That's a bad, right. Absolutely. Such a bad option right Absolutely. there. But yeah, so you don't really take the place of them going to Lamaze classes, if they even call them that anymore, uh, birthing classes, or do you do that education for them? Or how, how does that work? Great question. For Waco Doula, um, we do not offer a childbirth education class. Here's what you need to know from A to Z, everything about birth. We do um, a client class for our clients that has more to do with preparing mm-hmm. your body and your mind for natural childbirth, very specific to that. Um, but there are lots of doulas out there that are also childbirth educators. And we even have some in the Waco area. They do both. And so there's not a wrong way to do that. It, one of the biggest reasons why we've chosen as Waco doula to not do childbirth education classes or be your postpartum doula as well. We really want to focus just on the birthing room. And there are so many great um, resources here in Waco. We're actually hosting an event and um, April 24th, it's called an informed childbirth community event. And there's going to be lots of people there res- being represented like from prenatal all the way to postpartum. And we want women to know what the options are. And so as Waco Doula, we're really focusing on the birth part of it. And then we're going to point these women in the right direction so that they get the best childbirth education that they can, that they find the best lactation consultant that they can. And we want them to find those people that are really great at what they do. They're passionate about what we do. And what we're passionate about is the actual birth. Well, you've certainly taken part in how many births? It's over, well over 200 now. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And uh, as I chuckle, because there are so many, so many funny stories that you tell in, uh, in your book, The Humor in Birth. And when we come back, we're going to maybe hear you read an excerpt or two. Perfect. Sounds great. Stay with us. guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back visiting with Micah Burgess, who is a Waco doula. She is, she has written a hilarious book called The Humor in Birth. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about all the different women that you work with, and most of them Southern ladies. Yes, ma'am. And you, go, you giggle because <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Because Southern, like, you know, you have a certain picture in your mind of a Southern genteel lady, but some of them can really sound like, Sailors, not to, that's right. <laughs> not to disparage sailors that's right. with their language, but <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there, there, there are points during the birth of a baby that things do get very intense. Uh, absolutely, yes, and uh, quite frankly, when they do get very intense, and we start hearing from these mamas who, you know, are telling it like it is, then that's a great uh, clue for us to go. Okay, we're getting closer to having a baby because she just lost her composure now <laughs> and now that we we know where we're headed we yeah. know she, she's she dropping an f-bomb that's, that's right we don't have that filter on anymore it's uncensored so we're getting after it now so <laughs> the we fil- love it the filters are off well you you answer a lot of basic questions in the book basics like you know what to take what's the dad's role you kind of touched on that what what scares a new mom the most mm-hmm. yes ma'am <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you want me to give that punchline or you want to wait for people to read the book? What a woman's greatest fear is. Let's let them read the book. Okay. Read the book on that one. For sure. Their their greatest fear. Um, But what are some of the biggest mistakes you've made as a doula? That I've made. I've made plenty of mistakes for sure. Um, The very first birth, one of the very first births that I attended um, actually became a great learning experience for me. I was working with a midwife and it was actually at a home birth and I had shown up. It was time for the, there for me to start coaching for labor for this woman. She was not communicating at all. She was one of those very focused people. The, the room was darker. There was peaceful music. I mean, there just wasn't any chatter, even between the contractions. She was just super focused. So I was, um, coaching her and, you know, just watching as she was approaching a contraction and just saying, Hey, here comes another contraction. You're doing great. You say that. A, and I just remember. That's right. That's like, right. They say well, you back. forget child. You don't, you really. don't, you don't No, <laughs> really can't still remember. That's right. That's right. So I'm telling her to take a really good deep breath and then just let all the pain out. And so I've been coaching her for a couple of hours. And then the midwife finally pulled me and she said, Hey, let me talk to you for a second. So we stepped out of the room and she's like, Hey, this is my fault. I should have told you, but she does not want us to use the word pain. And I was like, Oh snap. I think I've said it a hundred times in the last few hours. So then I go back in and that's all I can think about. And is don't say pain. Don't, don't say, say pain. pain. Don't say pain. And of course, and so, that's, what and of course that's what do. I'm trying to say. And so, you know, I'd start to say, I mean, push. And you know, <laughs> then I was just like, you're doing so good. You're killing it. And then I'm like, wait, can I say killing it? I'm just so, totally second guessing myself. And so the baby's here and she's like, Oh my goodness, Micah, thank you so much. Your coaching was perfect. And I'm thinking to myself, what? I mean, I messed up completely, but I learned a great lesson. Women don't need to be reminded they're in pain. Like, you don't need to say that word. There are plenty of other things that I can say (laughs) to help you relax through that discomfort, through that intensity, through the pressure, and not have to use that word. So this particular mistake was a great learning experience for me. Yeah. Well, I think one of you're very transparent in the book about things that you've done. I think you you call the mom by the wrong name the whole time. Yes, 
I did. I called her Sharon, let's say, you know, through the entire birth. And then at the end, the baby's born. I was like, congratulations, Sharon. I'm so proud of you. And she's like, thank you. My name is Cecilia. And I'm, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that just happened. And that's embarrassing. So yeah, I make plenty of mistakes. Yeah. Okay. So, and another thing I learned really reading your book about all these new techniques for the laboring mom. And of course I knew even back, my youngest is 34. And so walking around really helped, you know, moving around, just plopping in, in a bed for, you know, hours of laboring really, you know, that doesn't, doesn't help, doesn't move things along. But, but now you use these big exercise balls Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and even lead the mom into a shower and, (laughs) and they shower. I, which so I've done what, that one a time. Hot shower feels pretty good. That's but right. I've done that know, one you know, time. One time you one did that. Time, and this so, was in a hospital setting. Yes, ma'am. It was in a hospital. Um, and my client had been laboring beautifully on the birthing ball. And then all of a sudden things kind of shifted. And now that wasn't working as well. The pain has, you know, gotten more intense. And so I was like, hey, you know what? Let's get you in the shower. Let's get that hot water on your back and on your belly seat. That helps. But there wasn't one of those shower chairs in this particular right. shower. And so I was like, no problem. Let's just stick the birthing ball in there. And she's like, oh, that sounds great. So I get her in the shower. We get the water temperature going. Her husband's sitting right outside the um, curtain. And um, I'm now in the room. I stepped out of the bathroom to catch up on my notes a little bit, give them, you know, an opportunity to connect just the two of them. And then I hear her husband call my name. And so I'm like, yeah, what's up? And then I see what the problem is that there's water seeping out of the bathroom door into the patient's room. (laughs) And I'm like, what has happened? So I go in and now, I mean, it is coming out fast. And I mean, it is just everywhere in no time, in no time at all. And so I buzz for some help for them to bring some towels and some blankets and now it's seeping out into the water. hallway. I can oh, hear no. them discussing it in the oh, hallway. No. What has happened? So I walk into the door and she's in the middle of a contraction. I do yeah, not, not interrupt her. No. That's right. In a contraction. So I wait till the contraction's over. I turn the water off. And of course, you know, the birthing ball was on the drain. Did you know that the drain is there and to help drain the water out of the shower so you don't flood right. a and room? It's, and it's all there one level. I mean, it's in, all a, one level. in a hospital. You know, right. There you is no really lip no to speak of because they don't want a mom to trip, right? right? So it is just steadily. It took us forever to clean that up. And there's more to that story. I'd love for you to get the book <laughs> and read the rest of that story. It's pretty funny. And yes, that is probably I'm the most famous for that mistake in this particular hospital. I get teased quite a bit by uh, my nurses that I have been working with for a long, long time, and they love this story. They think it's hysterical. So yeah. there you go. Well, you you give a lot of love in the book to the medical professionals, to the doctors, to the, to the nurses, to the midwives, you know, that actually do the catching of the baby that's because right. you said that's not what you do. I do not deliver babies, and I say it several times throughout the book, and that is not my role, not my job. And so, yes, I make sure that we've got those, uh, the medical professionals on hand quickly once we realize baby is coming. So yes. And I'm so thankful for them. I don't want their job. They, they are amazing at what they do at delivering babies. Mm -hmm. Like you said, whether it's midwives, OBGYNs, nurses, there's been plenty of nurses that have delivered babies because that baby's coming fast. The doctor just didn't make it yet. Um, so I'm very, very thankful uh, for all of them, all of the people that I get to work with on a regular basis. But you 
perform really a very important role because you're, you're there with the mom and you're seeing sometimes subtle changes that can signal my baby's coming now. Yes. You know, yes, and the doc may be, who knows where. You know. Exactly. I, I think one thing that I have recognized over the years, you know, when a mom gets into active labor um, and she kind of hits that milestone of like six centimeters and we're like 90 to 100% of face. And I explained some of that in the book. If that doesn't make sense to you right now, I don't want to bore you with all the details of that. But that typically means we just pushed her off the cliff and now it's like a locomotive. She's yeah, rolling roll. down that hill. So I know that even though right after that exam, maybe the numbers still don't show how far along she is, I can tell by the way a woman is breathing, by the way she is moving by the noises that she's making if we're headed into transition and we're going to be having a baby soon. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I'm not shy to communicate that. Hey, I know you just checked her five minutes ago and she was still at six, but I'm telling you something is happening. I think you guys need to get in here and they get in here. Sure enough. Oh, wow. There's baby's head. And so, <laughs> you know, when you're being able to, like you mentioned earlier, move around, uh, get in different positions to help baby drop down to open up your pelvis more than, yeah, I mean, the way birth is supposed to work is it's just supposed to roll on down until you have that baby. And so we love to see that. And, uh, you know, it is sometimes a really stark switch for some moms and, you know, we're breezing along sort and of doing Jekyll fine. and Hyde. Exactly. <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde and breezing through and going along just fine. And then boom, all of a sudden we got a different woman in the room <laughs> because everything just changed in an instant. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we try to take our cues from these mamas in terms of, you know, how far along they are and how well they're doing. Mm -hmm. Just finished watching the Ken Burns series on Hemingway, not to put pressure on you, you know, as an author, oh my gosh. <laughs> as an author, but of course, in this beautiful series on Hemingway, they would read excerpts from his writing. And um, I was just thinking, read an excerpt from, there's lots of capital letters <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Spelling out sounds. That's right. Oh, gosh. But, but you have something you want to share with us um, when it comes to working with amateur first time, I guess you yes, mean. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Parents. That's right. As opposed to those who've been there, done that, you know, we're going to. We're gonna we're gonna go with this again, second, maybe third time for another baby. That's right. So what is it? What you want to share with us? So there is obviously a difference between, um, and I can remember for me, a first time mom and a, a veteran. Amateur versus veteran is the name of this particular chapter, and you, as a first time mom, you just don't know what you don't know. Right. And you can be as prepared as possible. And it's scary. It is scary. But you don't start, you don't get to start checking those boxes until you're actually at the birthing room and in labor. Go, oh, this is what y'all were talking about. Oh, okay. I get it now, you know? So you just don't know what you don't know. And then, you know, veterans here. So some of the responses uh, that I might get uh, to someone who thinks they're in labor, right? Mm -hmm. So right. these first timers, I'm going to read here, but these first timers, God bless them, can be slightly obsessive when it comes to analyzing signs of labors. Every pee color, vaginal tingling, cramp or gas pain is scrutinized. The truth is they are just ready to have their baby. And the hope is that they are one step closer. To a first time mom, everything means I am in labor. My response Yes, cleaning out your garage might be a sign of nesting, but it's not a guarantee that today's the day. Oh, I see you're feeling nauseous and tired. Maybe try taking a nap first before heading into the hospital right away. 
you're cramping but have no pain. That's a great indication that your body's warming up. It's still too early, though, to say whether or not you should call your parents to fly in from Hawaii. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love to be given the heads up. Then I have these amateurs, I mean, these uh, professionals Mm -hmm. and uh, veterans be like, hey, girl, I have been having some contraction like tightening for the past several hours. They're about three to four minutes apart, but they're just not as strong as with my first baby. I'm going to take a quick shower, grab a bite and drop the kids off at my mom's. Figured I could head to the hospital after that just to see what's going on. Or (laughs) three to four minutes. That's right. (laughs) Sorry for the late text. It's 2 a.m. But I was having some contractions while we were at dinner. On the way home, my water broke. I decided to get some sleep. And I just woke up with lots of very strong contractions right on top of each other. Danny thinks we should go in. But I'd like to sleep a little bit longer. Any thoughts? (laughs) Yep, it doesn't sound like that baby's going to let you catch any more Z's. So just the difference between amateurs veterans just deciding whether they're in labor or not very very different yeah what what is your favorite part of the book what's the funniest mom i mean i'm thinking about all the candles in the room and somebody catches on fire (laughs) (laughs) so that's the very first birth i ever went to that was actually (laughs) my nephew being born and uh both my sisters were with uh, both my sister and i were with my sister as she was relaxing in the bathtub and you know, we're just telling her what a great job she's doing, encourage her, having conversations. And then all of a sudden she gets super restless and um, she's trying to communicate something and she's pointing at us. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, is this what we see in the movies? I mean, like she's about to have her baby right here. What is going on? She's clearly struggling. And then finally, <laughs> she's as loud as she can in the middle of this contraction. And she points at my sister. Your shorts are on fire. <laughs> and we're like. What? Sure enough, she'd been leaning on the bathtub where there was a candle and her shorts caught on fire from this candle. And now we are scooping water out of the tub, splashing her. She is soaked. The floor is soaked, trying to put this fire out. And then we all just burst into laughter because the whole scene was just hysterical. (laughs) And that's probably, and you know, one of the reasons I knew right away, I mean, Oh, there are some amazing parts of birth. I mean, I don't remember a lot of other things about my sister's birth. I know that it was hard. I know that it was long. I know that she had to really focus. I know there was a lot of coaching, but that stands out in my mind for sure. And it was an opportunity for her to settle into, oh my gosh, this was a funny thing that just happened. And I think it helped set the tone for her uh, and for me in realizing that this is something I want to do. This is something I want to experience. So, <laughs> well, one of, one of the funny episodes. So I interrupted you. What is, what is your favorite funny? No, moment? let's see. Is there one? There were so many. Yes. One of my favorites is there's a chapter called sisters. And one of my favorite, um, stories is the, the mom that is giving birth is actually a good friend of ours. She and her husband and her sister was there and, it's time for her to start pushing. And yes, like you said, throughout the book, it's just a lot of vowel sounds, capital vowel sounds, <laughs> trying to make, <laughs> yes, trying to make these sounds that women make when they're pushing a baby. You so, did a pretty good job. Well, thank you. Bear with me. <laughs> it just gets like, I ran out of vowels really, really quick. But anyway, so at one point I can, you know, she's taking a deep breath and then I start hearing her push 
And but I'm looking at her and her mouth is not moving, her mouth is not open, her eyes are closed. So I'm looking around and I realize it's her sister that's making this <laughs> pushing sound. And so then here comes another contraction. And I'm like, get a really good deep breath. And they're just gonna blow it all out. And then I hear and again, it's her sister. It's not her. And Anne, through every single push, her sister made all of the noises. My client, not one time, made a pushing sound. Not once. Her sister literally did all, I'm using air quotes here, did all the pushing for her. And at one point, the midwife's looking at them and she's like, well, okay, ladies, here we go. Let's have this baby. It was a and team effort. It was totally a team effort. And, and her sister finally looked at her and she's like, is this okay that I'm doing this? And my client was like, yes, because I have no energy. Just take over and go for it. And so, hey, you got to do what works for you. But that is definitely one of my favorite stories. It was so much fun to be a part of. Oh, well, I mean, you you help in a lot of ways. I, I know there was one instance where where the mom grabbed your shirt and pulled you in like almost on top of her yes yes intensity of that that is one of my work clients that's right and she is a pro I'm telling you what she's amazing at giving birth and she was just cruising along it was happening so fast and then like I said earlier just in this one instant everything changed and so she I walked over to the bed to check on her because she had said hey I'm needing something and so I walked over to the bed to check on her. And yes, she grabbed my jacket and pulled me towards her. So I'm like bracing myself on the rails of the bed so that I don't fall on top of this laboring pregnant woman who's got a hold of me. Like we that are nose grip. to nose. And she's just got this face like, <laughs> ah, you know, and I'm like, okay, don't, don't fall. Hold it together. Hold it together. But yeah, I mean, in like two pushes, that baby was born. And so and it wasn't until after the baby was born that she let go of you. That's right. Yeah. Baby was born. And I was like, how you doing? That was quite a ride. Baby's here. And she's like, oh yeah. And then let go. And we had a good laugh about it. It's yes, definitely. I, I want to say, I keep saying, this is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites. Oh, and I know. <laughs> my editor finally was like, you have to stop saying this is one of my favorites. I was like, okay. So we pulled a lot of those comments out of the book, but because they are, obviously it's my life. It's what I do. It's yeah. what I love. I'm super connected to all of my clients and they are, they're family to me. And so I'm very invested in them. And, and yeah, every story feels like my favorite story for sure. <laughs> Well, you've got a great collection of them in The Humor in Birth. How can folks get a copy? Thanks. So it is on Amazon right now. And you just, they make it really simple. You just type in The Humor in Birth and it will <laughs> pop up. And it is available now. Uh, it's been published and we are so excited that this uh, journey is complete and to share it and to offer it uh, to others. And so I love that it was that you thought it was funny and that you wished that you had had it should be required read reading for every awesome. pregnant woman, particularly the first time mama. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it's been great visiting me. Thank you so much. Micah Burgess, Waco doula, and they can get more information on Waco doula where that's right. Waco doula.com. And then also our Facebook page is uh, Waco doula.com and our Instagram is Waco doula. And so, yeah, lots of information that way. Um, you can also go to my doula Micah. That's my Instagram page. And so lots of ways to find us. It's been great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Ann. Yeah.
Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.